What's up? Alrighty. We're back at it again. What's up? What's up? Season three with episode three. And we just got through Thanksgiving. I don't know why I'm talking about with a lift. Thanksgiving. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Thanksgiving. We didn't talk about it last time because we were we recorded during the Thanksgiving break and Thanksgiving festivities were not complete mm, yet. So yeah. what did you do during Thanksgiving? What did I do? We had some Cooked at the house a little bit, just like for the my mom and Regina. Yeah. And then the other day, oh, well, not the other day, but afterwards, went to my cousin's house. So that was Thursday. That was Thursday. Kept it low key. Then Saturday, went over to Danville with my cousin's house, and then that's oh, when you cooked the mac and cheese. Or that's something? when I cooked the mac and cheese. I made way too much. Are you good? Are you a good cook? No. Yeah. Good. I just follow Pretty a recipe. Good. I just follow a recipe, and if the recipe is good, then I'm good. But sometimes I don't. Dude, recipes don't mean shit. Sometimes though, I know. Like my mom's given me recipes to make certain things. Yeah, and it just turns out to be trash. Really? It's just like having a green thumb, right? When you, like, you could you could water the plant exactly how you're mm-hmm. told and put the fucking vitamins or whatever, yeah. but it still won't turn out like a good plant. It'll still die. Yeah, I, I equate it to that at least. I can see that. Yeah, like you, I think you have to, like I would like to be able to think on the fly or not think on the fly, but like trial and error. I feel like a part of it is trial and error, right? Like yeah. you wanna you wanna cook this or you wanna get good at a dish, right? You gotta all right, all right. Let me make a little bit, or let me make some, and then all right. Oh, I think it needs a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But I just can't keep making mac and cheese over and over again. I'll get hella fat. <laughs> You know what I mean? I just can't keep making it until it's hella good. So wait, it was good or it wasn't good? It was it was all right. I think um, I missed a few ingredients because what the fu- dude, it's mac and cheese. I'm, well, I, I you how know, many ingredients does mac and cheese have? Well, it's the it's like the fancy kind. It's like you know, with the, we, I shredded the cheese the night before, you know, and there's like heavy whipping cream, and there's like doing with like. You know, there was flavor in there. What ingredients did you miss? Huh? Oh, I'm, I missed the heavy cream and the cream cheese. <laughs> I feel like those are important. No, th- those were pretty important. Um, it probably would have smoothed everything out. So the cheese and everything, it, it was kind of grainy. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I made way too much. And then I didn't have a big enough like pan for the sauce. This sounds fucking terrible. You did a terrible job. It was it was fine. Way too much. It, you missed ingredients. You missed ingredients, but I mean, nobody. I mean, there was one like so half of it was eaten, and then the other half my cousin took with them <laughs> and threw it in the trash. Probably, <laughs> but he said he was gonna take. He said he was gonna take it and, um, you know, bring it as his dish for his <laughs> for, for, <laughs> for his, his for for his yeah for his group of friends. Nice. Look father. what I made, guys. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it couldn't be that bad. <laughs> uh, awesome. But yeah. Uh, what are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? Hold on, you didn't. We didn't talk about what you did for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I went to my parents' house, which is what I do all every year. Yeah, they live in Hayward. I live in Hayward. It's like walking distance? Not walking distance. <laughs> no, not at all. It's like eight minutes. Okay. Uh, walking. <laughs> no, you idiot. <laughs> Uh, eight minutes driving that's pretty close that's it's pretty really good. close yeah so we usually go over there uh mom's cooks wife cooks sister will cook yeah my sister's a good baker mm. like she's more into the baking yeah though she did it's burn nice to have a, a good baker in the family yeah she's good at that but yeah. she burned the cookies this year uh, my, co- my cousin my doctor cousin tony he's he's the baker of the family yeah yeah he always make all crazy ass shit it was good. Nice. What up, Tony? Um, so what did my mom make? Uh, she made pozole, which was amazing. I don't know if I've ever had that from your from your household. Oh, man. Okay, well, uh, we got to find a time for you to come over and, yeah. and Regina to come over and enjoy some pozole. So we had that. Anna made some tamales, which were good. Um, she made them from scratch, which is hard. It's not that easy. Um, like the, like the like what I don't, I don't what what well, is like, the 
It's not flour. No, it's it's ma it's masa. Masa, it's, yeah. It's, so, but a lot of times the easy way to do it is you just um, you buy the masa already prepared. Yeah. With all the ingredients, and so it comes in a bag and it's already like. And then you just stuff it. Yeah, and then you just stuff it. Yeah. But she she did it with like started with dry masa and put all the ingredients. And some of them were chicken, and then the others were like cheese. Could you taste the difference? They're, it's dude. The thing is, like, I've tried tamales and they're all over the map. Yeah, it's 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 hard to compare. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of dish where it's just different, as you just can't compare one one recipe to another. There's so many variables, so many variables. But they were good. They were okay. good. She, she she we gave her some constructive feedback. Oh yeah, yeah, and. uh I think she might try again for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Nice. What did did you cook anything? No. I do like to cook though. I don't cook often though. I don't yeah. cook often, but when I do, I I really do enjoy it. Like I get into it. Oh yeah? Yeah. And I really enjoy similar to It's hectic for me. I can't take it. Really? Yeah. I love it. It's too hectic. It's like I get a real satisfaction out of seeing people enjoy things that I cook. Mm. Very similar to telling a joke and having people laugh yeah it's very much in line with that mm. i don't know why i just okay. i'm just like a people please like i like to please people yeah you know yeah i did i did what i think last year i did a friend's giving i did prime rib that pretty well uh-huh and then yeah i guess yeah that made me happy to see isn't it isn't there something about like people being like oh like genuinely not like bullshitting but like yeah. but genuinely. i don't cook enough for that and, and like i guess to realize that that's happening and i'm probably and you need to cook more to be good, so it's not like yeah. And everyone be cooking, you know. Depends yeah. on who I'm in the room with. Yeah. If I'm in the room with this person. I'm like, nah, I don't cook because I mean, they be cooking, cooking. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like Mike be cooking, cooking. Mike Ed, cooks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Ed, you know, obviously Eric, Eric cooks the shit out of shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like it. Like yeah. I don't make things. I don't. I don't cook a lot, like you. Like you said, I'm like you. I don't cook a lot, but I feel like. When I go to cook something, I have a really good idea of how it's going to turn out. Mm, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's people who are just trying shit. Yeah. But I I won't cook something unless I have a really good idea that it's that I'm going to be somewhat successful at it, and that it's going to be more than just edible. Mm. Uh, Anna loves what I cook. Yeah. I don't think she's bullshitting me. She could be. I don't. <laughs> Better not be. No. Um but yeah, no, I didn't cook. Um we had a fun time. We just Do you drink when you hang out with like when you go over to your parents' house and like hang out? Oh, that's a good question. Um I'll have like a beer. I'll have a beer maybe. Uh maybe a beer and a shot, something like that. Yeah, nothing too crazy. No, no. You guys don't you guys don't turn up like that? No, we don't get no, I don't I don't get drunk with I, I got drunk I got drunk with my with my dad, I think, like once in the last two or three years. Like, okay. like faded. Drunk, drunk. Like faded. Yeah. You wanna hear the story? Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear the fucking story. Why not? <laughs> like it was I think it was Father's Day. Mm, of course, that's a good day. Yeah, that is a good day. And so I went over there and we were eating and laughing and we're very loud we, we love to laugh we uh we don't take ourselves serious so i can pretty much joke about anything at the table yeah um and it's okay and they can do the same so uh i don't have to change when i go to my parents house which is awesome yeah. i know folks that like have to be someone else mm. at their family's house whether it's their parents or someone else i don't and it's just amazing it's very refreshing i don't know how to describe it liberating yeah it's just like imagine like being two different people when like it, it that's it, it just sounds stressful and i don't yeah. know i don't have to do that with my parents i know folks who do yeah um but uh we were drinking and we were eating and they have a lot of booze i don't know why because they don't drink a lot like a lot They're of people tequila. pleasers for people that come I think over so i think you're right and i mean the other day we were over there and my grandparents were over there and they were like bringing out all these bottles. I, I swear to you, they had 20 bottles of tequila and God some damn. of them aren't unopened. And 
I was like, Dad, why'd you buy that? I was like, Oh, I kind of just like the box. I'm like, Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. just things like that. Yeah. And so that particular time that we, I got drunk with my dad, um, he, uh, we were drinking, and then like one bottle of tequila turned into two, yeah. and then it turned into three. I think we downed three bottles of tequila. between you two. Yeah. So, Holy shit, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot, right? That's a lot. Um, long story short, uh, he, he rides a motorcycle. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. And it was outside. Like, this is one of the things that happened. We were just faded, and and we wanted to keep drinking. Mom's just like, hell no, nah, you don't need to stop drinking. Yeah. And then somehow he's like, fine, it's time to go to bed or whatever. And he 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 got on his motorcycle to bring it inside. Like mm-hmm. inside the garage. Okay. Because he doesn't leave it outside. Yeah. And we're like, before we knew it, he was like on it and like, you know, like. <laughs> like riding up, <laughs> wheelie, wheelies up and down the street. He's no, like, hey, check this out. No wheelies, no wheelies but we're like, oh Tam my God, stands. how did you get the motorcycle in the garage? Because yeah. even like just starting it and balancing when you're faded, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, it's heavy. I mean, imagine drinking a bottle and a half of tequila and then getting on a heavy-ass bike, starting it, and then, like, rolling it in gently into a... There's no way. Anyways, yeah. he did it. Wow. That was not the... That wasn't the the, the, the whole thing. At one point, I guess he I can't even to, walk straight after a bottle and a half. Dude, that's what I'm saying. At one point, he went to his room, and then we heard, like, a loud... Or I don't remember this. Anna tells me. Uh, like a loud bang. Yeah. And then Anna goes to try to open his room mm-hmm. and he, she couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and she kept pushing and like pushing the door. Yeah. And then she realized my dad was on the floor. And the reason he couldn't open the door was because he passed out. He passed out. No. <laughs> he passed he, out in front of the door. Head first into the wall. Oh. Into she, the sheetrock. So he, there was a. <laughs> damn. <laughs> And then, but he was blocking the he door. He was blocking the door. Oh my god! So like he, like the next day, he looked at the wall, and there was a, like a big like ass a hole. Holy shit! In the sheetrock. Damn. And and I guess I was trying. I was like, no, I'm gonna take care of him. I'm gonna sleep with my dad. He's my dad. That's my dad. Like who I'm, said that? Me. Oh. I was like being like annoying. Like yeah. no, I'll take care of him. He's fine. He's my dad. And what I was like fuck? trying to sleep in the same bed as my dad to make sure. And I'm <laughs> wasted too, apparently. You became 12 years old again. Yeah, exactly. That's my dad. Daddy, open the door. <laughs> Daddy, open the door. <laughs> He's all wasted. He's like, yeah, I can't have no privacy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, anyways, it's one of these stories we tell during gatherings. Trying to get the motorcycle in the garage. Yeah. I'm trying to get more tequila out of the cupboard. My dad's over here. Yeah, like tripping and almost like you know hurting That's himself. Luckily, he didn't hurt himself. Yeah. He just made oh, his head. like his head was okay. His head was fine. He didn't hit any studs. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Had he hit like a stud or like the dresser, it would have been bad. Yeah, because he went like head first. Damn. Yeah, so it was crazy. just a big. It was a big. It was awesome. It was. It was great. It was. A, it was a good. Luckily, time. it was great. Yeah. So but, I'm thankful that he was fine. Yeah. Does does the does Anna and your mom drink? They did that. They did that night, but they, they generally don't. They Anna's do. uh, pretty lightweight. Yeah. My mom is pretty lightweight too. Yeah, yeah. So my dad and I make up for it. Okay. Yeah. Funny. My, my, it's funny. My mom be drinking sometimes. She'll take a shot with like at the gathering that I had. Yeah. Yeah. She'll come in and do like a cameo shot and whatnot. Awesome. Of what? Of whatever we're drinking. She'll just she'll just be down. She'll just yeah. She'll just take it. She'll do tequila. She'll do tequila. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. But she was the um, the other night. She was like. Man, she's like, what? What was that when I when I when I what what, what did I take a shot of? like tequila? She's like, man, I went back in the room and I was just hot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was pretty funny. Oh. I've seen her wasted. She like on the floor, like she'd be partying with her friends at the house, like from way back, way back. Yeah. And I like, then she would disappear, and I like open up the room, and she's like laid out, and there's like a trail of throw up to a to a, a trash bin. Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, damn, I've never seen her passed out like that. But yeah, she had a good time. Yeah, it happens. It happens. It's good. Your mom's tiny too. Yeah, so I imagine so one shot. So it doesn't take much. No. Dang. Yeah, that's funny. Um, 
But yeah, that's all we did for Thanksgiving. Um, not much else. Not much else. No. Okay. We don't do turkey. We don't do the traditional. Yeah. We the just tur- don't know how to. You cook should it. just do turkey tacos. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound appetizing. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. It sounds kind of dry. If you cook it dry, I guess we don't. We wouldn't have a clue on how to cook a turkey. Just treat it like a chicken. It, can you? I don't know. That's probably some bad. <laughs> That's probably bad cooking advice right there. <laughs> Just treat it like a chicken. Just treat it like a chicken. Roast it um, for a long, longer, t- longer amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. Okay. Okay. Nice. Um, did you? You, got, you, I, you, you're, you? You look like the type of family to say prayers before you eat. No. <laughs> You, no. you got, you got, we are, we are not, like, hey, hey, nothing wrong with people that do that. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying we're not. <laughs> like, we we realized we forgot to say what we're thankful for, like halfway with a fucking inch. Are you supposed to do that? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done that. Our family never done that. I think so, right? Like, yeah. oh, you're supposed to be at the dinner table and like uh, go like, in a oh, circle. Like, yeah. No, yeah, we definitely don't. Yeah, we don't. We didn't do that. We. Uh, it's Have not that guys, we're not thankful for anything. It's just not been something we that we've grown up doing. You know. But when you like, I know your family. Your but your family is more re- was religious, right? You grew up religious. No. 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 So in lapses, my mom was religious mm-hmm. for a bit, and diff- she tried different religions. Okay. Um, like all within the, like the Christian realm. Yeah. Okay. You know how there's so many denominations. But it wasn't like no. We're gonna say grace at the table. No, not even close. It wasn't like a photo of Jesus or the Virgin Mary in our house ever. Really? No. I never went to church religiously. You got a Virgin Mary tattoo. (laughs) I wish I did. Actually, I've I've thought about that. That would be a tattoo that I would get. I've I've seen some 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 cool ass tattoos. I would get that. I love. I don't know if we talk. I love religious art. Yeah. I don't know why. I love cathedrals. I love cathedrals. And I'm Buddhist. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It it's doesn't just matter. like I it's a work it's of a, art. To it's me, a, it's like art. Yeah. It is a it is an art form. Yeah. Like the architecture uh, and all that. Yeah. I think we've talked about it. Yeah, I love it. But I yeah, I would get a Virgin Mary tattoo. Um, uh, but yeah, we never we just never grew up religious. Okay. It was never a thing. Um, especially my dad, I don't think maybe as a kid he he was like forced to go to, you know, Catholic church and whatnot. So behind my behind my house is I don't know if you're familiar with the area now now that your sister lives in Richmond yeah. in that area yeah but behind my house is a church and you told me about this and a Catholic school oh okay. that was I tried to get like my parents tried to get me to go in there like for I don't know one or two years like first grade or second grade and I never got accepted. Um, I like, took one look at you. And like, <laughs> Fuck but I was just like, imagine like, oh, damn, what, how would I would have my life turned out if I had went to that Catholic school while like go on Sundays going to, you know, Buddhist temple. If that would have like changed. Oh, that's interesting. Why did they want you to go there? I don't know. Probably just like better education or they thought. Why did they want me to go there? Yeah. Because the school was right behind the house. Oh, so it was just because it was close? Probably just because it was close. Oh, so it had nothing to do with like, oh, my son's going to get a better education. Um, Probably. Uh, I probably, I, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because they do teach you church things, right? I think so, yeah. 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 Church things. Church things. <laughs> they <laughs> teach you church religious things. things. They, say, they teach you how to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. But yeah, so I wonder how, I wonder how that would have turned out, but. I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't be such a fucking loser. Probably. Yeah. We could ask Regina. She's she went to Catholic school for a while. I could see that. Yeah. She's definitely way better behaved than you are. <laughs> yeah. But since we have since you don't say what you're thankful for anymore, um, or at all, you're just a self righteous prick. <laughs> You think everything you, you did, you're entitled to everything, but no, nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, what are you thankful for? Uh, what am I thankful for? I'm thankful for, I think, the things that most people are thankful for. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have, you know, family, friends. Um, 
health. I mean, I'm not the healthiest person, but mm-hmm. what health I do have, right? I don't have any serious ailments. Yeah. Um, knock on wood. Let's hope that continues. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, family, friends, health. I'm thankful that I have a job. Like, like I'm gainfully employed, you know? Yes, yes, yes. That's a big one with all the layoffs going on. Dude, that's a big one. Like, Spotify just laid off like 17%. I know. I know. It's crazy. 1,200 like people or something? 1,700 people. 17? No. 17%. Yeah, but I think the number is also like 1,700. Oh, really? Yeah. It sucks. I mean, <laughs> a lot of those folks, the, the good thing is like when you lay off folks from tech, mm-hmm. most of them will land on their feet. Hopefully. It's not like it's not like laying people off from a, a coal mine and then getting rid of the coal mine where they're like, that's all yeah. I've known my whole life. Yeah, like or that. like or like closing like a, a car plant in, in Flint, Michigan, right? Where it's like, dude, I've worked at this car plant for yeah, twenty five years. Like but that trade is like super specific. Yeah. And then the factory just closes and goes away. So yeah. At least for Spotify, right? They can go to they can throw a rock and find a tech spot. If they're good at their job, they'll find one. Yeah, that is true. That's a. It's different. It is different. It's different. And but then, we can almost say that that might happen with AI taking jobs. But let's not go into that. Oh, uh, let's not go. I don't know. <laughs> There's so much speculation there. Yeah. Um, but I'm thankful for yeah having work, my friends, my family, my health, and for being super handsome, super funny. Here we go. Super humble. Um, that's what I'm thankful for. what is like is there anything like odd or very specific that you're thankful for oh shit that's a good question that's not like in the category of you know like the generic normal stuff yeah um i don't know dude You you stumped me um I think I'm thankful for being able to be a chameleon. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, mammalian. Come on, mammalian. Come on, mammalian. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm thankful for being able to kind of run in different circles. Do you feel like and 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 like and be able to like to to thrive in different circles? Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge advantage if for anyone that can do it. And I've definitely leveraged that to its full extent. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you think that that's as a, a skill that people can learn or a trait that is inherited? I think it's both. I think it's both. I think you need to have a little bit of something. Okay. Right? Um, innately. Like just who you are. But I think that you can also pick up tips and tricks on how to be sociable and how to be liked, how to say the right things, read the room. Reading the room is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people just don't have that. <laughs> right? Yeah, that is very true. They just don't have it. Yeah. And as a result, they cannot mingle in certain circles. And they don't... Uh, Sometimes the yeah reading the uh, reading the room is interesting because it's what you are also thinking that the room is. It's your perception of the temperature of the room, and you could you could read the room, but you could also just be really off about it. Oh, dude, I'm not saying I'm batting a thousand. I've <laughs> I've said some shit in rooms where the fucking record skips. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I but overall, yeah. I'm really good about. Reading the room, understanding the vibe, and then being able to quickly adjust to it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whether it's my soccer crew, whether it's Luby Build as a leader and as an owner, whether it's my family, whether it's uh, my friends from whatever few friends I might have from high school. You know what I mean? It's just different. Yeah. Whether it's like you and Mike and, you know, that crew, uh, it's whether it's like a professional crew. A, a professional group of folks that I've never met before. Yeah. How did, so like, how does that, you know, being a chameleon, is it 
one could almost misunderstand that as being fake. Not saying that you're fake, right? But like, how? What's the? There, I feel like there's almost a fine line between knowing how to adapt and oh yeah, not showing who you truly are in the way they speak. The reason why I bring this like uh, uh, most rec- most recently is like with Mario Lopez talking about like what oh him? well he. They, there was a clip of him like talking and he was all talking all hood and stuff like that. And then people were like, well, what are you, why are you talking like that? And then he was just saying, oh, th- that's how I talk when I'm not on camera. And they were like, oh, but you, and then, so there's like that whole like code switching. That's kind of what you're talking about is a little bit of like code switching, right? Uh, well, the way that I'm going to talk with the homies are probably not going to be the same way I talk in the, in the workplace. Does that make me fake? Cause I don't stay true to who I am the whole time. Or is it, I'm a chameleon? It's a fine line, I feel like. You know what? I don't think there's anything that I wouldn't, like, the way I talk or the words I use are going to remain the same. Okay. I don't, like, I would never be ashamed of, it's more about the subject matter that I'm that I'm able to, like, okay. adjust. Yeah. But, like, I'll, I'll use this as an example, right? I've seen fools who use the N-word in certain circles. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, shit, okay. Yeah. And then in others, they won't. But I would never use it in in general. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that way then you never get caught up. Yeah. One, it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. You know, that's not, let's not get into that. But because some people feel like the soft, you know, N-word is different. Let's and, not get into all that. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, yeah, we're not, we're not. We're not debating that. We're not. Not only that, we're not certified <laughs> to be talking about yeah, that. We, but but the, we don't like, have the credentials. But that's one of the things. Like I wouldn't. Um, when I say like I'm a chameleon, it's more like I know. Uh, how do I say it? Like it's hard to explain. Yeah. Like it's. I, I, like I, just, I know what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. more like just jumping into a situation and being like, "Okay, I'm gonna lay back in this one." Right. Yeah. Because I don't know a lot of what might be talked about. I'm new to the group. It's just like knowing your place kind of. Yeah. And um, it's also like taking risks too. Like yeah. I'm really. So like, yeah, understanding who you're interacting with and yeah. then maybe like assessing what level of humor you can reach. Totally. Like you can start you introducing like how much humor can you introduce and like, oh, what's their level of comfortness around jokes and yeah. being able to balance all that? I feel like I do that too, um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. So that, I know what you mean by that. Yeah, I, I, for example, use it with clients all the time. Yeah, I'm. You have to not good at a lot, but that's one thing that I am good at. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good at like within the first five minutes, knowing exactly what type of person I'm talking to, and whether I can say certain things or say certain jokes or. Or my posture, or mm-hmm. my tone, my demeanor. Yeah, it's just it's something that I've been able to pick up. But it's it's because I think I've been around. I've been I put myself in those positions. Many people won't if they the second they feel uncomfortable or feel like they will be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. they won't put themselves in those positions. So they'll never learn to be comfortable in those scenarios. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're always like, no, I'm not going to go to that group because they're too fancy or I'm not going to go to that group because they're too ghetto or whatever, however you want to phrase it. Yeah. Or I'm not going to go to that group because they're too religious. I can be in a religious group. Right. That's fine. (laughs) I don't know. I could be. I'm sure I could. Okay. Right. Yeah. Am I going to sit there and talk about Jesus Christ? No. But we could still have a civil conversation around other things probably. Yeah. Right. I know I've, I've hung around and I've been open. When people are too, when they're, when they're projecting, for example, like yeah. it's like religion. Yeah. Look, my man, I love you for who you are. Yeah. I don't, I don't want, I don't ever want to talk about Jesus Christ. Can we just be friends? And if you set the table that way, yeah, then it's set. And if they're comfortable, all good. Right. Yeah. I don't believe in Jesus. You're a devout Catholic or Christian or whatever. Yep. Can we, can we be, can we be buds? Cool. Like, hell no. Then fuck it. Then we, we then we won't be. All right. But at least going forward, you know that like okay. This is the precedence. Exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly. And that's fine. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I'm able to do all these things. Yeah. In different because I I feel like you would be you're missing out on so much. Yeah. 
Like I can go to a dive bar, but I can also go to a yacht club. I mean, you and I experienced that. Yeah. Right. That is such a, it's a very different experience. Yeah. But you feel out of place when you feel out of place when you go to a certain one, like a yacht club. Sure. But I don't feel, I don't feel like I belong there. I, so am I fitting them? You know? Yeah. But you're not going to get like sweaty palms, mom's spaghetti knees weak fucking, you know? <laughs> Wait, what? Or whatever you call it. <laughs> you get nervous. Oh, get all anxious and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Knees weak, arms are heavy. Knees weak, arms heavy. That's yeah. what it is. Just vomit on the shoulder already. There you Mom's go. spaghetti. Yeah, that. That's what I meant. Okay. Right? Uh, yeah, you're going to feel out of place, but it's okay. Like, you should be putting yourselves in situations where. Yeah. Don't, yeah, get out of your comfort zone. And the more scenarios, right? Yeah. I want my kids, for example, to do that. Those, those always come with the best stories. Totally, dude. If you make it out alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, like those decisions, those bad decisions, you know it's bad, but do you do it for the story? Or what, why, like, you know what I mean? I'm not asking you, but I'm just saying. Maybe that's a question for the audience to think about. Do you, do you put yourself in those positions for the story? I know. So I feel like some people do do that. Like they know it, even though they know it's a bad decision, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. It's going to be, going to be different, you know? Getting out of their comfort zone or whatever. Mom spaghetti. Exactly. It's gonna be mom spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Okay. What about you? What's something uh, that's um something you're that's, awkward as fuck? I am. Yeah. I am pretty awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as good as a chameleon as you. Yeah. Um, and I I feel like I don't. Uh, well, I don't have to deal with it as much as you. Um. In terms of like you have to like you are always doing that because of clients, because of your business, right? So you feel like that's part of your job to put your put yourself in those situations. So you've grown a lot, customer. I've for me, it's not really that necessary. Yeah. So when I do my muscle, that that muscle isn't as much. Yeah, you're um, not exercising that muscle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and any other muscle for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Your stomach muscle, maybe. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um, I, what I'm thankful for, you know, the typical stuff. I'm thankful for being here at this time yeah. in 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 life, um, because we could I could have been born at a different time period and been. But it could have been cool too. It could have been cool, but fucking, we got Netflix now and shit. That's true. Um, and yeah. DoorDash. And DoorDash. <laughs> Netflix and DoorDash. I got strangers delivering me food now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe one of the, odd, the those odd things are particular is being born at the time of seeing that technology just, like, go crazy. From I, I still have time, like, being outside as a kid, you know, so I'm not as, like, but, like, I wasn't born into having where like social media is like right from when you start. Right. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I feel like I've been able to get a little bit of both and then still have this part of me that feels like I don't want social media. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the things, another things that I'm grateful is for is, uh, um, being able to travel, have, haven't been able to Ooh, travel. That's a good one, dude. Um, it's, There's oh. pe- there are people who dream about traveling and they never get to do it their whole lives. Yeah. I've been very fortunate and blessed to have seen many corners of the world yeah. that I've never thought I would ever been able to see and live abroad and live abroad. Not you know be and, and that was one of the goals for me to go there was to open it up for for people that might not ever get a chance to go. Yeah. But then COVID happened. Fucking COVID. But we don't need to talk about COVID. We had a whole episode about that. No more COVID. Um that's a good one. Being able to travel. Yeah. And I feel like for you, you don't like traveling, but, you know, at least you, you're you able to. I could do it. Yeah, I could do it. You could do to. it. If you love traveling, you would just be going. You could go be going all over the place. Yeah. yeah. I like traveling with a purpose. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to just go explore. Why There's not? people who just want to, ooh, let's just go see what's in this corner. I just don't care enough i feel like i haven't seen most of the united states like what well, there ain't shit there 
Well, shit. There's cool places here. Where? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to name Na- them all? Name them all. Right now. Right name now. Them all. Name them all. Name all the cool places. No, I just, I like, I mean, when I travel, it's been either because I get to go see people that live where I'm going to go. Yeah. Or I'm traveling with people that like to travel. So I'm kind of like, okay, I like seeing you enjoy the travel. I think when you think about when you when I, I'm thinking about what you think about traveling, it's like all these like the typical stuff, right? That you might go see like the landmarks and things like that. I can't do that. You can't do that. You don't enjoy seeing like just, wonders of the world and shit like that. I don't care. You don't care. I feel like I could look at like I could go online and or like, like history of stuff and seeing it in person. There's there's been a few times where I thought it was dope, but I just don't. I don't care enough. Like, I can't relate it to anything. Mm. Like, I, I don't feel anything. I don't. I don't feel it. I don't. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So, there's like, okay, the Mona Lisa. Let's just say I, I got to go see the Mona Lisa. Now what? Yeah, I, I think. Well, that's kind of like those are big things, right? There's a site that I found. It's called Atlas Obscura. I don't know if you've uh-uh, ever heard of it. But it's kind of like the odd things of tourism. Oh, like underground stuff. Yeah, so it's Ooh. it's like not that not I could get into. So it's not so much of like oh, go to Louvre and do the Mona Lisa. It's like oh, here's a catacomb cave where there's a bunch of skulls underneath Paris. That might be cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's like I don't know obscure things. Yeah. So that's why it's Atlas Obscura. That's I cool. like to do that. Yeah, that could be cool. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not curious in that way. Mm. I'm just not. You're just uh, by curious. I'm just by curious. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just not. I don't like. If I can think of things that I was like, oh my god, this is dope. For example, I got to go to Frida Kahlo's house in Mexico. Huh? Frida Kahlo. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Frida Kahlo. Yeah, there yeah, you go. There you gotta go. say it in English. Jesus you gotta say it with the English. My bad. My bad. <laughs> That's, now I know how my mom feels. Yeah. I tell you about the St. Louis thing? No. Oh, so I told her I was going to St. Louis for work. She's just like, oh, okay. And it's like, I was like, yeah, it's fine. And then her friends came over. They're like, hey, we're going, we thought we heard you're going somewhere for work. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to St. Louis. And then they go, oh, St. Louis. Right, and then my mom, and then my mom, out of nowhere, she's like, "Oh, that's where you going?" It was like days after I already had told her, and she's like, "I didn't realize that that's where you were going because you didn't say it with an accent." Saint Louis. Yeah, because that's how you say Saint Louis in Thai. Wait, there's no such thing as Saint Louis in Thai. <laughs> it's saying Saint Louis in a Thai accent. Okay, got it. Yeah, so it's like if I say things in an English accent, yeah, to her it sounds like I have an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> but if I say it in a Thai accent, it's like, oh, now I understand what you're saying. Yeah, like if I go to Target, she's like, eh. if I go to Target, then she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I, like that was one cool thing I got to see in Mexico. Okay, which was cool. Um, mostly because it was like okay, like this. See, is so it's your culture stuff. Like this you is the be- no, but it's more like t- how do I say this? Like it's more like like for what example, you got to go to fucking. I got to see her house where she like slept and cooked and like is that? There's dirty? plenty of stuff. There's Anne Frank's house. That would be dope. I would love to see that. There's oh, here's another thing that I got then. to see that was really cool. Um, the battle of, I was in Tennessee Yeah, and there was a famous battle. Well, you, so you, you, there is plenty of stuff out there Maybe, like that. Come on, know. man. You're tripping. I, me and Regina went to this, uh, Prague tour and then they showed us where like, where the, like the people hid from like the fucking soldiers, like yeah, underground that, paths. That would be cool. And it's like, Oh, here's the, you can see where the water is when it flooded and like all kinds of shit. It was, but I feel, okay. Yeah. I think. You're right. I probably am missing on a lot. Um, but yeah, it have to. I think it has to be more intentional for me. Like just like things that I geek out on, yeah. versus like, oh, I got to see the Great Wall of China. I don't care. 
What's wrong with the Great Wall of China? No, don't, 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 don't <laughs> go there. Don't do it. Don't do it. We we all we all know Carlos hates Asians. No, don't do it. That's not true. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just or like seeing the pyramids in Egypt. I don't care. Why? Right? I think I think they're great, but I just I know why you don't like seeing the or pyramids. Or the Taj Mahal. I don't. I know why you don't. Because you think they ripped off the fucking they Aztecs. They totally did rip off the Aztecs. Yeah. No, I think the the Egyptian <laughs> ones were there first. Um, anyways, but yeah, uh, I think being thankful for traveling is, is a good one. Yeah. Um, kind of changing the topic, but not really. Oh, and kind of going back to drinking, actually, now that I think about it. Okay. Uh, I started listening to my first audiobook. Okay. That's your your first one. My first one, uh, it's the Matthew Perry memoir. Oh yeah, um, and you know he passed away like a month ago or something like that, right? Yeah, is it a month now? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah, and so my sister started listening to it, and she's like, "You really gotta check it out." Mm. Um, and he was very, you know, it was very well known that he was a drug addict and alcoholic yeah um and i started listening and so it's cool for two reasons one i've always wanted to listen to an audiobook yeah um he narrates it himself uh, that's kind of eerie right or well yeah because even in the beginning he goes he says something about death he's like if you're listening to this almost it's... take it from the perspective of like of me uh, having passed away or something so weird. And he, when did this book come out? I think like two years ago. Mm, that's weird. Yeah. Um. So he was, he was, you know, known to be an alcoholic and um, drug drug addict as well. And man, like, I'm thankful that even though I've had the vice of drinking since I was, you know, 21 years old. Yeah half my life basically that it hasn't gotten to what to the points that it got to for him i'm definitely thankful for that like um i've had my battles with it but fuck it could be so much worse dude i mean everything let's talk about it like what's what's going on over there i mean it's just so like first of all you should listen to it but i'm on like the fourth hour of an eight hour also, you're like halfway through. Yeah, I'm halfway through. But you just feel bad for the dude. He's just comes off as so genuine, and and it starts off basically where he's Canadian, mm-hmm. and his parents were uh, uh, split up for they're public figures oh. to a certain extent. Okay, and when he was born in Canada. Uh, mom was like a beauty queen, and dad ended up being an actor in L.A. Okay. Um, they were the way he phrases it is he, he says that they're the, the two most beautiful people that he's ever seen, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it didn't work out. And at like three months, uh, dad split, left Canada, went to L.A. to be a movie star. Mom ended up uh, staying in in Canada. And do you know Keith Morrison no. from Dateline? You do know you do know this. Maybe guy. if I see him. Yeah, but. older guy. Um, anyways, she ended up marrying Keith Morrison. Okay. And uh, having two kids and whatnot. But it all started when it's so crazy to think about it this way. But he was like a colicky baby. Okay. And the doctor gave uh gave him barbiturates. Do you know what a barbiturate is? No, what the fuck is that? It's a it's a depressant. Oh. Yeah. When he was a baby? That's how I don't know if they still treat. I, I doubt they, they still probably, treat it like that. Yeah, but that's how that doctor chose to treat his colic. Because have you ever been around a colicky baby? Um, They're just super fussy. I mean, they're super fussy and probably not. Probably not to that. Not to haven't been noticeable. Yeah, but I, I, I yeah, I've heard of it. So let me let me see, let me see if I can get like the definition of a barbiturate, but. Um, barbiturate yeah that sounds crazy just and it makes me think about like how like how much uh stuff like that 
goes on and just like later on plays a part in like that person's life and has Dude, all like you don't even know like ah uh, it's so crazy you're nailing it because yeah. you're like this baby had no chance yeah he had no chance yeah like from the get go yeah that's crazy so a, a barbiturate it's a depressant drug used to sleep relieve anxiety muscle spasms and prevent seizures and that's and that's not it's not anybody's fault that's definitely not the kid's fault but. When oh, what when you're a baby and then you're already given depressants, like, then what the fuck, right? What the fuck is right? And so, it just they were trying to get him to chill and yeah. be calm and shut up and not cry, you know? Yeah. I. So, anyways, there's that, and then the dad leaving. Yeah. And him growing up knowing that the dad left. Uh huh. Um, That's hard. The other thing that uh, ended up happening was, uh, at one point, and I think this was more common before than it is now, but he was being sent on his own from Ottawa, from Canada, to LA to go see his dad, at like five or six years old, with like a sign around his neck. That's so weird. I, I guess that was more common, where you would just put your kid on a plane. I feel like yeah, it was. You have a common. sign that said like you were a minor traveling on your own or something like that i don't know like nowadays i feel like people just don't trust stuff like that anymore you know what i mean like i can't imagine any of my family members trusting that to happen or i can't i can't imagine hell no and so he talks about he talks about being on a plane Mm -hmm. next to grown men drinking and smoking oh because you could do that yeah so can imagine, imagine a fucking five-year-old and you're like, here you go. Go see your dad. No one's accompanying you. Uh, you know, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so. Um, and the people on the plane are just getting hammered. They're getting hammered. And they're <laughs> smoking. Five, six. Yeah. So there's that. He talks about how he always had a, uh, all, the, all the homes that he owned um, needed to have a view. Even as an adult. Why? Because um, he he imagined looking down at this view and the people that would live, you know, down below as people that potentially cared for him. What? Isn't it weird? That's such a weird thing. Yeah. Like somewhere down there. There's somebody that cares. There's somebody that cares. Maybe it's from... Being on a plane yes, and yes. landing and having somebody wait for you when you land. Yes. It's this whole thing, dude. What the hell? Yeah. The, the mind is crazy. And uh, he talks about being a, a tennis player in Canada. And um, he said he was basically, he had this combination, this like, well, I guess you can say lethal combination now, mm-hmm. where it was all about excitement if something wasn't exciting him mm-hmm. he wasn't happy so he would like go down in the match all the way to the point to where he almost lost and then come back and win just because he wanted just to... because he needed that like hit yeah right so yeah. you know being given barbiturates as a baby yeah being a this feeling of being abandoned yeah mom new new life kind of thing yeah um he, uh, but like so that le- and that level, I mean, of course that he reached a level of success for himself, and it wasn't enough. Like it still wasn't enough. No, he um, he. The only time, so the first time he got drunk, he talks about it. He was fourteen. How and old were you when you first got drunk? Twenty-one. No way. I was twenty-one. There's no way. You I were 21. I did not have a single drop of booze until I was 21 because I was scared of my, my parents. That is crazy. I was, I was, I mean, yeah. You, you were, were you straight edge until like? Yeah, 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 yeah. How I mean, long were you straight edged for? So I was 21. Yeah. I didn't do shit. You didn't I, smoke weed or anything? No. You smoked cigarettes? No. I still never smoked weed. You know this about me. You've, you've, I mean, we know, you've taken weed. Yeah, edibles. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's different. 
But I was straight edge too. No, you were not. What? Until like 12. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, You and Matthew Perry. Shit. But he talks about how the first time he got drunk, he was laying there and was like, oh my God. He loved it? He's like, nothing is worrying. Not not being abandoned. Not having my dad. Uh, I, I don't feel anything. Mm. When was and when was this? When like how old was he then? Well, he was fourteen. Oh, fourteen, you said. So he must have been. It must have been in like the early seventies, mid seventies. Damn. Something like that. Yeah. That yeah. That is. It's hard when the person latches onto it, whatever it is, whether if it's drugs or alcohol, as an escape of their feelings. Yeah. It's it's hard. I feel like that's really hard to break. Super hard. But the the crazy part is he actually didn't like realize he was an addict until twenty one. He said he had an experience mm-hmm. where he was out with friends and one of his girlfriends, where um they went to like a magic show. They were drinking at a magic show in L.A. I believe it was, and then they go back to his girlfriend's house where there was no alcohol. Not for any specific reason. There just happened to be no alcohol at the mm-hmm. house. And everyone else was fine, not drinking anymore. And he, out of nowhere, was like, oh, my God, I need a drink. Like, I need a drink right now. And he's like, I didn't understand what was happening. Why was everyone okay not having a drink in their hand? Yet my body was like, I, I'm, I need a drink right now, and I need it really bad. Mm-hmm. And that's when he realized what... What the fuck is going on? Like, what is what is up? Yeah, that's when he realized he he was he was an addict. And and I don't know how old was he on Friends. I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, uh, so he hasn't gotten into uh, that part. Uh, that's interesting. Oh, he kind of got not not too much into it, but um, in Friends he must have been older than twenty one, probably. Oh, for sure, he must have been like uh, almost probably like closer to thirty. Yeah, yeah. Dude, but it's just so sad. And then he talks about how many times he had to go to rehab. Yeah. He said he spent $7 million in rehab and therapy alone. $7 million. That, that's insane. Like, it, and it makes you think, like, could anything have ever helped him then? No. He was doomed. There was uh, so like you're like there was there was never a way out for him. No, that's the saddest fucking part about this whole thing. There was never. That's the, I, I feel like people would disagree. No, fuck who? I I, I don't know. Just some people, right? Like what? I just I feel like if it's people that have never been through trauma and addiction, they can go fuck themselves if they're saying that. Honestly. I'm not. I I think that there's probably folks out there that have been through trauma, maybe have been through worse. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking like, is there like are it wasn't already like set for him to always have ended no, up this way? I'm not saying that, like, destiny. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he was dealt bad circumstances. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying like God had a plan for No, him. yeah, not 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 into I don't that mean part. It in that sense. Not yeah, but like 7 million dollars in rehab, who knows how much in therapy like at this like could have could have another million saved him. Could have another no. could have a different therapist saved him. Could have a different um rehab facility saved him. You I know what I mean like is money like, so you know, some folks don't have the luxury of money to go to rehab, right? Yeah. And then so when it's like when if they hear about this, it's like, oh, dude, fucking spent seven million and didn't it didn't work? Then who's to say that's gonna work for me? You, you kind of get what I'm saying, like if sometimes it's like for him in his case, seven million dollars worth of rehab and therapy and all that stuff couldn't save him. Uh, it, nothing would have saved him. Like the guy was just had demons 
But could seven million have seven million dollars of rehab have saved like other folks? I don't know. I think every case is specific. Yeah. I'm just saying, him? No way. No way. You don't no think way. so? No way. No. From hearing his story, dude, you hear his story and you go like, oh, damn. It sucks. And I'm not one to feel bad for, like, people I don't know, and mm-hmm. movie, especially, like, movie stars and shit like that. Yeah. But, like, you listen to it, and it's like, man, I'm pretty thankful that, like, I haven't... Because I think there are also, like, there are things that could happen to you that could quickly cause you to snowball. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, who knows? Maybe I'm here now, and I'm I'm having this conversation with you, and I'm able to go to work and go home and love my kids and they love me back and whatnot. But who's to say that something tomorrow doesn't happen that just flips my shit upside down. Yeah. And that's That's what I'm saying. Takes all my vices, takes all my demons and just like accentuates the shit out of all of them. And now all of a sudden I'm going downhill in, in a fast car, can't stop. That can no happen. Breaks. And that can happen to anybody. It can. But when you have vices and addictions and when you have, it's just, it, it's even worse. That Yeah. It's even worse. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's, it, he got dealt this, like, cocktail mm-hmm. of abandonment, addiction, uh, self-worth, like, all these things. I wonder, I think there is a... I wonder if there's just like I think there was some seen some clips of what where the people think do you think addiction is like a personality that you inherit or is something that like you learn or it's like a person or like a mental disorder or something like that I think it's I think it can be all of it I think it's biological I think it's the way you're wired mm-hmm. the way your brain is wired like the addictive like people say oh I have addictive personality do you think that that can be inherited from your fam, like your parents? I like. You think it's in your genetics that you that this that this that you have an addictive personality? Well, if you're talking about drugs and alcohol, yes, I think so. But that, that what that it that's genetics that it could be passed down. Oh, like if your mom was like a a, a user, in yeah, the, uh, of course. Yeah. If you were used to having it in the womb, of course you're gonna kind of. You're gonna take a hit of it later in life and be like, "Oh shit!" Like, oh, this I is. I remember that shit. Yeah, I mean, reminds me of the warm and fuzzy feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you should you should listen to it. It hit close to home for me because I've never had even half the shit that this dude went through. Mm-hmm. But it puts things into perspective. Like when I'm feeling like shit, I'm like, "Oh man, like." Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of this, right? Whether it's in a day or two or a week or a month. Yeah. There was no way out for him. There was he there was no exit route. Right? Mm. Um and I think anyone, everyone that we know should be thankful that you know well if if you feel like you don't have options, then you should definitely seek help. But yeah, just know it could be so much worse. Like, there's always saying that like you could always just think that it can be worse. Totally. Um. So stay grateful. Yeah, and I know it sounds like bullshit to people who have it bad. It's like, oh yeah, nice for you. It's but it's true. Yeah. Right. It 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 it's it could be. And check it out if you're into audiobooks or. I, yeah, it must be weird to listen to that though. Like, I feel like it, it just sounds like so sad and stuff like that. Um, for me, I would. I don't know if I could get into the to the headspace to listen to something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, why? Because you couldn't relate, or because you just don't want to listen to something that sad. I guess I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want to listen to something that's like I just don't want to listen to something. Not to say I couldn't. I couldn't. It's just like damn. It's just like you know. I guess the times that I find find to listen to something, I guess I wouldn't want to listen to something that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. You know me. I'm a sad fucker. He's sad boy. I'm a sad boy. I I uh. Like I can't just imagine cruising down the street and 
my 6.4 and listen to the fucking <laughs> Matthew Perry <laughs> fucking audio book. I was listening to it on the way in today. Yeah. And, like, I can't imagine listen, me listening to when I'm... I'm thinking about the scenarios where I do listen to stuff. Yeah, like when I'm working, I can't. I don't. I can't imagine listening to that while I'm working. I can, I can't do it while I'm. I I've tried and I couldn't. Um, I've been listening, uh, just like intentionally, like being in bed listening. Yeah. Or driving. Those have been the two times I've been able to to do it. Because I, I I'm able to focus in those two scenarios. Yeah. Maybe I try listening before yeah, sure. bed. Give it a shot. I and don't know. Cry. Or maybe just read. Yeah. Well, maybe listening is probably better since it's his voice, too. Yeah. I don't know. The other day I listened and I fell asleep. You feel bad? I feel. Do I feel bad that I fell asleep? <laughs> you feel. You, he put you to sleep. No. I don't know. I was just tired. But um, yeah, check it out, dude. Okay. Um, I will. Anything else? On Thanksgiving, oh, okay, going back to Thanksgiving here. Well, just being thankful. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see. Thankful. I'm thankful for everything. I'm thankful for all the friends that I have. Yeah, I'm thankful too. for these relationships. The uh, um, you know, that's the um, that's definitely something that I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the 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 chances and all the all the things that have happened that allowed me to be where i'm at yeah you know opportunities all these opportunities and you know the chances that i've took myself yeah Uh, yeah that's cool dude yeah well keep taking advantage of those opportunities um that's really what life is about just making sure that you're making the best of every day and every scenario and even when it's shitty um it's it's hard though (laughs) I know, I know. There's days I don't want to peel the blankets off my chubby body, but I do. Yeah, and uh, get my ass up and get to work and um, do it every day. You know, just get to it. Yeah, there's uh, so like going back to the Matthew Perry thing. Yeah. Um, like when. It's just like listening, listening back to it, and like, does it, does it? Are you feeling like sad the whole time? No, you're just. It's he. I'm envisioning like it's interesting. Like I actually envision a lot of, like the places and, like when he said, like the first time he he got drunk, for example. Like I I could envision him on a lawn, passed out with mm, his buddies. Yeah. You know, I don't. I'm not crying while I'm listening like that. I just go, "Damn, like yeah. really, like that happened to you? Mm. Like, oh, damn, right? Yeah. There's it's a like, lot of like that, that like feeling. That's like, fucked up. Like, oh man. Yeah. Do you feel is that pity? Not pity, right? It's not pity. It's just like it's reality hitting you in the face that that could be a thing. Yeah. That that is a thing for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and that. In that, as much as I like boozing, I haven't gotten to that point. It's like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. At certain points, it does feel. I do get anxiety. I have gotten anxiety and like get sweaty palms. I'm like, oh fuck. From what? From not drinking? No, from listening and being like, ah, oh, like, could that be me? Mm. Right. And like, how close am I to that? Yeah. Am I close? Am I not? Will so I, you, that's where will that's I, the level will I, that will I know? Will yeah. I know when? Yeah, I'm knowing there? is knowing is a is a hard one, right? Because some people will never know. I mean, not never know, but some people don't realize how far along they are in that in that on that path, right? Of yeah. where they've like, oh shit, I'm damn, I'm fucking fucking, I'm smoking some shit out of a foil. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. doing all this stuff and fiending and all this stuff. Yeah, it gives me, gives me, it has given me that. I'm not sad while I'm listening. It's just more self-reflection and, and knowing that it could happen to anyone. Whether you're Matthew Perry, rich as shit, making a million dollars an episode. <laughs> Do you think that him being rich made it worse? That's a good question. That's like, because 
he kind of talks about it. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. Because he was drinking alcohol, which you could get. Yeah. Whether you're rich or but not. Did he? I mean, was he, did he have a hard drug addiction? Probably. Yeah, but even then, you could still get it. Right. You could have a decent middle class job and afford drugs and alcohol. You don't need to be rich. That's true. If anything, it helped no, him. No, it helped him get treated. He would have died a lot sooner. Oh, he would have. Yeah. He would have died. Like he talks about, like his fucking asshole exploding, basically, and what having to fuck? get surgery. Yeah, dude. And being in excruciating pain. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, if that happens to you and you don't have the means or some people around you, his assistant drove him. Oh. Right? A lot of people don't have assistants. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't get the best care, you know, Teeter Sinai or whatever it was. So if anything, it kept him alive a lot longer. Mm. He probably would have died a lot sooner. That's sad. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Well, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for the time I get to spend with you. Um, that's uh, it's likewise. Let's keep it. Let's keep it going. All right, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm I'll, I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> take some notes and let me know what you think. I'll give it a shot. I'll cry a bit. <laughs> Crying's cool. Yeah, crying's fine. Like crying makes you feel better. Yeah, that's true. You let it out. Yeah, let it out. Once in a while, don't be afraid like, to cry. Yeah, don't be afraid to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All right, man. Catch you next week. See ya. Late. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden.